Welcome to the Trusted Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Iroquois Group. Iroquois is your trusted advisor in all things insurance. I'm Edwin K. Morris. Today's guest is Joe Palumbo. He is the vice president of Weed Ross Group. Joe started his insurance career at Iroquois Group during college. He was a data analyst there before moving on to join Weed Ross in 2016 part-time and then going full-time in 2018. He attended St. Bonaventure University earning a degree in business information systems with a minor in accounting. What is going on with principals? What, how, tell me about this experience you've had with becoming one in the insurance business, in the, in the agency. Yeah, so it's been a, a great start. A lot has happened in just over a year. I had previously worked at the Iroquois Group in more of a back office role, and I knew that I wanted to branch out into a different position. Um, so I had talked to the powers to be and asked how I should prepare myself when this opportunity would come ar- around. Mm-hmm. Just a quick little background on me. I uh, had worked in the Weed Ross agency with Sean Cornelius probably for two or three years, just shadowing him, you know, going out on sales calls and just kind of learning the ins and outs. Learning all the the parts and pieces that make it all work. Great. Yep. And then I was in the Iroquois group home office and they asked me if I wanted to move to Buffalo and before, before they told me what it was for, I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the realization when you hit the ground? I had made a couple phone calls to people that I had known in that position outside of Weed Ross because I knew how that kind of operated. And I asked if I could come sit down, ask a few questions, mm. even ask like, if you were starting over, would you do this again? Mm. And without hesitation, everybody gave me a thumbs up and, you know, and I was ready to take a little bit of a risk. So. So what's been the biggest challenge? Change, I guess. Mm. Not as far for me as much as like the employees and and, and that stuff. So th- there was a uh, adjustment period? Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think, especially within our agency, um, there's definitely a difference in age. Mm. I'm, the, I'm the youngest person. And I think that I look at things a lot different than some of them. Sure. Um, and one of the main things I wanted to do is make sure that I could implement some of the things that I see that I thought could be more efficient and better. And a lot of that was through using technology. You know, there was a little bit of pushback, but once everyone realized that this was a team effort and that I'm only trying to make their jobs easier, it was a much easier transition. So do you think you've generated like a chop list of the things you need to do coming into this? Follow these steps and you'll succeed. <laughs> Not quite. I'm oh, okay. kind of just like throwing it at the wall and seeing if it sticks. Okay. And obviously I've done some research on some of the stuff that we've implemented. I was given a, like a five month grace period, okay. which was great. So I actually moved into the agency in end of July of 2018 and didn't officially take over until one, one. Okay. Um, so I kind of, you know, sat back and saw how they operated. And, you know, that way I knew, because it had I not done that, I would have came in and not known what we wanted to change and we wouldn't have been up and running on one one. It was good to be able to sit with all the employees, kind of see how they operate and then where I think that we could improve. So what would be the what would be the things that you would be looking at that now that you have the gift of retrospect since this whole period of time over a year or close to a year, what would be the elements that you now are really aware of that you weren't coming in? 
I think one of the biggest things is how uneducated the clients are. Um, I think a lot of people just have insurance because it's necessary. You know, you can't put your car on the road without it. That makes it a big key for the staff to be very knowledgeable on like the product and the coverages, all of the ins and outs of insurance because they need to educate, you know, 95% of the clients. So that you're saying that now is a, as a pain point, uh, that you're in this position, a lot of people should be aware of because that's a heavy lift. I would assume it's just a heavy lift. Anyway, you look yeah, at it. Cause I, I had never been, you know, inside of the agency, been working in insurance in different capacities. So I didn't really understand how unknowledgeable, you know, most of the client base typically is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a little bit different with, um, commercial insurance, because there's a lot more at risk and, you know, there's a lot of people that that's exactly what they're working on, you know, um, kind of the business dynamics. Got it. There's more risk assessment. So in that viewpoint, what would you recommend to someone else that's in those shoes in that early bridge to this opportunity, this type of opportunity? You know, I think getting in front of the client is one of the biggest things and making sure that your staff is able to explain not as using as much insurance language, you know, you need to be able to speak it in a language that the client can understand. So that's just basically getting them the prop, your staff, the proper training and making sure that they know the products in and out. So that's a lot of resource management at, at this level for you now, because you have to Correct. one, make sure that that content and, and educational material is probably up to date, current, relevant, and, and specific to the client, right? Yep, absolutely. And, and we have a staff that is eager to learn. Um, so they're reaching out to continue their education and do many different courses, not just like the required continuing education. Are you kind of a bit of a cheerleader also in this role? Absolutely. So um, how, do, how does that yeah. work? <laughs> I mean, if everybody's happy, then the ship sails a little <laughs> bit better, right? <laughs> Sounds easy. How do you do it? How do you do it? Um, you, I, if they're eager to, eager to learn, then it's not as hard as you would think. Um, kind of just make sure that I find the opportunity then for, for them to do it. Make sure that it's the right course. And I think that it'll be beneficial to them because mm-hmm. we have some people that only work on commercial lines and then another segment of the staff that only does personal lines. So we kind of make sure that the courses are suited for them, the conversations and the risks that they're working with are exactly in their ballpark. In that role of expectation setting for the, the employees, what other factors go into that? How, how else do you build that container of how this ship's going to run so everybody's on the same page? Everyone had been very experienced in insurance. So that wasn't the hardest part. It was more of just making this a team atmosphere mm-hmm. and making sure that, you know, the client's needs come first. We need mm-hmm. to make sure that they're properly covered and then whatever needs and wants they needed. That's what we have to figure out the best way to do. Have you created a bit of a feedback loop to be able to see how that's going or if it's adjusting or, you know, a way to check the climate, if you will? Of yeah, the work? so we, we use this portal called Slack and it's like a lot like Microsoft Teams and we have several different group chats in there and, you know, one for sales, one for a general chat that has all four of our locations connected. And that's kind of where, 
you know, it's essentially like a group chat for all of the offices where they're putting in their problems and, and not just problems, you know, anything that any successes that they've had, they're putting in there, nice. you know, and, th- and that keeps the team on one page. That would be like a community of practice as far as a term from another industry exactly. I'm familiar with. So that community of practice is engaging the people where they are, where the work is in a mm-hmm. quick, fast way. And that's probably a very good tool to help build any communications among team members. Absolutely. Other than the research you've talked about, being able to see how the listening is probably the key ingredient for any good leader to see how the things are going once they come into a new position, right? To just listen, watch and listen what's going on. Yep. And and that was the best part about it for me, because I moving in, I had seen Sean work for a couple of years. So I knew the right way to do things or the way that he does it mm-hmm. um, with success. <laughs> Oh, that's not synonymous. Uh, <laughs> that's not the same. Oh, wait a minute now. I'll have to ask Sean about that. Okay. <laughs> um, so I had seen the way some of the practices that he used. Sure. So I wasn't walking in blind. You know? So so a key ingredient for any of this to work is mentorship. Absolutely. I think that goes in any business, hmm. any industry. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Trusted Advisor Podcast brought to you by Iroquois Group. Iroquois, your trusted advisor for all things insurance. And remember, get out of the office and sell. This program was recorded live at the Cohen Multimedia Studio on the grounds of Chautauqua Institution. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I invite you to join me for the next edition of the Trusted Advisor Podcast. Podcast.